0: Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide. Welcome in to episode number 71 of the Talking The Line podcast. Hey, thank you so much for taking a few moments out of your day to come and kick it with the crew on this beautiful Thursday of bets. Now, before we talk some lines for you today and dive deep into the action on the slates today... Please take a few moments if you could be so kind too smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching us on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell as well so you never miss the start of a live show. But if you are listening to the audio recorded version, hit the subscribe button there as well as we do release the audio after every live show is completed. Second item up on the docket, if you could also be so kind and you do have a few additional seconds, go ahead and hit that like button as well. Leave a comment down below. Leave us a rating. All that good stuff we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and it only helps us make ttl sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you and last but not least head on over to this episode's description where you will find the talk in the line link tree within that link tree you can locate all of the ttl cruise content so you can consume it however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen, and beautiful gambling people joining us on today's show, I am your humble host, Colton, Colt45, Soroka. And once again, as always, thank you so much for choosing to go to battle with the sports books today with the TTL crew. Can't tell you how much we appreciate you getting in the trenches right there with us. Now, you may be asking yourself, who is this young man to my left swinging a hammer around rather violently? Well, he is the man that wields the hammer, the man who is not repping any of his favorite teams across his chest today. However, his Sox fandom runs deep, his Packers fandom runs deeper, and his Bulls fandom might topple them all. But nonetheless, he still locks arm with me day and day and day in and day out and cashes tickets and takes them to the window. Without further ado, The man, the myth, the degenerate gambling legend himself, Mr. Riley, R-Max Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today,
1: pal? My man, I'm doing uh, pretty damn solid. It's uh, a beautiful day in the Windy City, episode 71 for 7-1 July 1st. I don't know about about you, but that
0: sounds like a winner to me. How about that? I'm feeling good. I don't know about you. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. New month on the horizon. June is behind us. Get that damn month so far out of my sights. I don't want to see it again. It was rough for me and my cubbies. I started off hot on the books. The cubbies started off hot in the MLB. And just about as their record happened, I followed suit. But it is now a new month. We are turning over a new leaf and seeing nothing but green in the horizon, ladies and gentlemen. But you know the deal. We are a full transparency show here at the Talking The Line podcast. So just briefly, let's go back into the month of June. Yesterday, 630, 2021. Let's recap yesterday's best bets of the day. I tell you, my friends. uh, My apologies once again. One of these here days, uh, all my efforts and research will finally pay off, and maybe I'll get a W in the column. Oh wait, I actually did get one yesterday. The Washington Nationals started off my card hot and was feeling great. I was like, "All right, here we go," and then got smashed through the floor again. It's all right, no problem. Good vibes, positive vibes. You see the smile on my face. Number one, as always, stick to your units. Number two, follow me on the Action Network app. I had plenty of good plays and cashed plenty. of other tickets on there. I know these are my best bets of the day. I have eliminated any question marks. They are officially my best bets of the day now, but enough of me. Armags having him a good, good day yesterday. 2-1 nice and one overall. The Blue Jays rough loss in the 10th inning, but you see on the screen as well that Padres might have voided on you. It was a win. They won seven to five, but it only made it through the fifth inning. Uh, per most sports books, they are going to void that out on Depends you. So rough, rough, rough there. If uh, you didn't get paid out, but the Rockies money line, nice and easy after an early sweat through the first four innings, then they took that game under complete control and uh, got the dub there. So overall, as a crew getting back in the right direction, three and four, a lot better than what we have been doing. Honestly, guys, Guys, I think this is just a very fickle week in the MLB. It's ebbs and flows of the season. We always talk about this. And, you know, we do the research. We take the time. We dive deep into it. We got some solid plays today. But, hey... It's one of those things, uh, MLB can be fickle from time to time.
1: Yeah, you know, I think we might have made a uh, few too many 69 jokes the other day on yeah. the 69 episode. And, uh, maybe that's what it was. I think the gambling people, gambling forces that be, they didn't like that. They're, yeah. uh, they don't play that stuff. So, yeah, so uh, maybe uh, that, that's seven one, 71,
0: it. that's what we need. 71, here we are, we're <laughs> live and in prime time, and then the parlay pop-off, that missed by a mile and a half. Hopefully, you uh, uh, full-on faded that one. So, way. yeah, hopefully you faded all of that. Either way, there are yesterday's best bets of the day. Leave those in June. We are now into July, ladies and gentlemen, and the first official pod to kick off the month is a good one. It's loaded from start to finish obviously, we're kicking things off with the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. If you have not uh, read the description yet today, we got eight picks coming at you. Four from my partner and four from me. Every single one of them is an MLB play today because pretty much the only thing on tap might have some NBA plays after the pod, but didn't want to dive quite deep into those just yet. After we get through all the best bets of the day, you know the deal. Second segment of the day, the special play of the day every Thursday. Triple play Thursday parlay. MLB be three-legger and this week's triple play thursday parlay is paying out at plus 534 odds we are in dire need of getting a special play to the window and i do believe that we finally have the one cooked up that is making it to the window on this beautiful thursday of bets Once we give you all of that action, we'll recap all of those best bets so you can make sure to hammer them in on your favorite sports book. Then we'll dive into the Moneyline Dice segment of the day. Our all-knowing, ever-present, all-powerful friends, the Moneyline Dice, will be rolling for the MLB matchup today between the St. Louis Cardinals and Colorado Rockies. So stick around for the third and final segment of the first half of the show for the Moneyline Dice best bets and favorite picks of the day. Once we wrap all that action up, we will get into the second half of the show for today's rants and reactions. Some big news coming out of the NCAA. We need to get into a little bit of news coming out of the MLB and the NFL and uh, everywhere, honestly, in between. So we got plenty to rant and react about. Make sure you stick, stick around for the second half of the show today. And then last but not least... I'm closing things out with a message today in my Motivation Minutes on doing some reflecting in your life and the importance of it, of applying it to your day-to-day life. So make sure you stick around for the Motivation Minutes, get you a little extra inspiration and motivation to get you through your day. Couple items on the docket before we get started here, uh, already mentioned it, but make sure you follow us on the Action Network app. I am at cash underscore with underscore Colt. My partner is at RMAGs, all capitals RMAGs, and you can follow all of the best bets of the day if you miss a show or don't have time to stop by for the best bets at talking the line super simple for you so there is that uh might have a daily draw up on the docket today we'll see what happens I don't know maybe we might even have uh yes runs in the first inning Ooh. so we'll see we'll see what's going on we might get a little get it. a little crazy who knows what's happening but uh, definitely make sure you follow Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on the Action app. We do have plenty of other plays outside of this. But as always, these are our best bets of the day. And without further ado, it's time to get in to those. So cut all the banter, stop all the nonsense, stop the drama that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the TTL podcast for the cold, hard locks and running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long so without further ado let's get into episode number 71 on this beautiful july 1st 2021 with the first segment of the day the ttl cruise best bets of the day kicking it off with the first half our mags best bets of the day now we sat down today before we got into the lab and the morning hunt begun i said partner We have been putting in way too much effort and way too much work to be having the record we have this week. We were starting to go on that up escalator. What in the world happened? He said, it's just the ebbs and flows, man. Things happen from time to time. Let's go through a couple of these numbers and see what we have been missing. We look through our previous plays and we have targeted exactly where we have been missing on these lines. So it is no more losers, no more sitting on the fence. It may be a sweat, but we see nothing but money bags in our future. So without further ado... As always, get ready, get those sports, book out, sports books out, and get ready to hammer these plays in. Partner, you have the floor.
1: All righty. I appreciate it. As my partner mentioned, I've got four coming at you today. First three are actually pretty early, so make sure you get them in quick. First one's coming out of the Angels and the Yankees. I am going Yankees money line today. You've got Griffin Canning on the mound for the Angels. Versus Jordan Montgomery, left-hander. Canning, right-hander, 4.96 ERA on the season, 4.05 in June. Angels are actually 1-3 in his June starts, and this Yankees offense is heating up, partner. Last five games versus right-handers, 253 batting average, 364 OBP, 5.84 runs per nine. They, uh, the last two games, even more so, scored 11 and 8 runs the last two games. I know they blew the game yesterday in the late innings. Allowed seven runs in the ninth to the Angels to blow the game. Chapman, um, Rollers Chapman gave up three of those runs. Something's wrong with him. He is not going to see the field today just about no matter what happens. So I have no fear there. That bullpen is actually really solid as a whole on the season. Uh, so you take away him right now, whatever is going on with him, he he's not going to be there today. So I like that bullpen to hold them strong today unlike yesterday. And you've got Jordan Montgomery on the mound today. He has improved all season long as the year rolls along. And he's got a 2.61 ERA at home, 3.77 ERA in June and that has improved month over month. And he's actually been facing some pretty damn good offenses this month. Tampa Bay, Minnesota, Toronto, Oakland and Boston and the Yankees are 4 and 1 in those starts, 11 and 4 on the season. So I really like Jordan Montgomery to Stay pretty consistent here. I mean, he's not a world beater by any means, but... I like him to put him in a spot to win some games and I do not trust Griffin Canning, so give me every bit of the Yankees' offense today, partner, for their money line.
0: I like that. uh, Definitely the full game money line. I kicked around uh, the first five money line. It's a little bit back and forth, but I don't think Griffin Canning really can do anything against this Yankees team. Um, Yeah, it was really Aroldis Chapman's fault yesterday that that game got blown, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because I I was kind of on the fence here, but uh, you got me leaning even more now uh, towards the Yankees. I think here they wrap up the series, get it, get it done, and get the win.
1: Yeah, I was. Shy. I turned this one off. We had first five inning action on this one, and then there was obviously some other stuff going on. Yeah, and show researching hey. this play, I look at it and I said, "Wait a second, the Yankees blew that game. They gave up seven in the ninth." Mm. And uh, yeah, I don't see that happening again today. So first one, Yankees money line
0: there you go keep it moving keep it grooving partner what you got for number two
1: all right staying with their division rival i am going out of the royals versus red Sox. i'm taking the red Sox on the run line at minus one and a half you've got chris bubich on the mound for the royals lefty versus nathan eovaldi now this start for Bubic could go one of two different ways he could go four or five innings and uh you know stay in there for obviously the fourth fifth inning but or he could go one two three innings and it's a Big bullpen day for the Royals. Last 10 bullpen uh, ERA, last 10 games for the Royals, 5.75 ERA. So don't trust that uh, Royals bullpen, and I definitely don't trust Bubic, whether he is first three innings, four or five innings start, doesn't matter. He's got a 9-1-3 ERA in June, 19 earned runs over 18 and two-thirds innings, and that's a mix of kind of what I said, four or five innings starts or somewhere between one and three. It doesn't really matter for him. He's getting touched up. He actually faced this red sox offense and they put up a couple of runs over two and two-thirds innings so if he stays in that similar spot i see something similar there or if he goes four five i see them touching him up even more last 10 for the red sox offense versus lefties 285 batting average 376 obp 6.15 runs per nine so i love this red sox versus a lefty and you're giving me nathan eovaldi on the mound Respectable three ERA in June, coming off 7.2 innings pitched versus the Yanks, giving up one earned runs last weekend. I like him to repeat that partner. And we've mentioned that this Royals team is scrappy, but they do have eight straight losses, averaging three runs per game during that stretch. And they are, believe it or not, three and 13 last 16 meetings in Boston. I love all of this stuff to continue today for a nice Red Sox win and cover that run line.
0: I think you're correct here as well. Uh, the pitching matchup definitely comes down pretty heavy for me. Uh, Eovaldi going against Bubic. Bubic has just not been an arm that you can trust all season long. And with the way the Red Sox, even after going on a bit of a slump against lefties, yeah. they're right back on it against lefties now. They took care of Mike Miner no problem yesterday. So I think they do that once again. And the uh, minus one and a half seems to be the best value play here today. So love it. Second play of the day coming from the partner, Red Sox. Sox, minus one and a half, and sir, keep it moving. Number all three.
1: Right. Flipping it to a different division, keeping this one close to my heart. You can call me a homer if you want, but I am taking the White Sox first five money line, excuse me, at home versus the Twins. you got Jose Barrios on the mound for the Twinkies, right-hander, versus Carlos Rodon, lefty for the Sox. Rodon, we all know the story. He's been fantastic this year, 2.06 ERA. Coming off three earned run outing last week versus the Mariners. Two previous times on the season that he allowed at least three earned runs, he has followed that up with at least, or excuse me, one earned run or less in his most in the following start after that. And this Twins offense is pretty damn inconsistent. Last ten versus lefties, two oh seven batting average, two seventy OBP, three point seven seven runs per nine. So I like them to stay pretty inconsistent, and especially against a. Ace-level pitcher that Carlos Rodon is this season. I don't see them putting up more than a run in the first five innings here. And you're giving me Jose Barrios on the mound for the Twins, 3.44 ERA on the season. 3.55 in June, pretty consistent on the season with those numbers. I like him, but I'm nowhere near as much as I like Rodon. And my White Sox are starting to heat up the last couple of days. That Josh Johnson beef, I may call me a homer if you want, but I truly believe that kind of lit a fire under their ass. Last five versus righties, 310 batting average, 418 OBP, 9.88 runs per nine. They went off last night, started putting the ball in the seats, and i like them to continue. They've got three straight games, at least seven runs. I don't think they're going to put up that many runs today against Burrios but I kind of see a 3-1 first five victory for them
0: today. Partner, are you with me or am I at home? I'm um, with you, my friend. They, uh, I, I got to back the Armacolos, Carlos Rodon. He's just been so doggone dominant all season long, but Rios is starting to find himself here and there. Um, but I think you're right. I think the Sox have finally woken up. I don't know why it took josh donaldson of all people to wake them up but hey fine by me looks like we can start back in the socks in the first five innings again and i will gladly hammer in the white Sox. matter of fact already have on the first five money line today with you pal so there you go third best bet of the day coming from mags now four and the final best bet from you today sir all righty switching things over to the national league this is my only evening
1: play for the night Taking the Brewers minus one and a half over the Pirates. You've got Corbin Burns on the mound for the Brewers versus Will Crow. Corbin Burns has been extremely solid all season long. 2.53 ERA on the season. 2.31 ERA on the road. Better on his road starts. And this Pittsburgh offense is sputtering. Two total runs in that three-game series versus Colorado. A couple of shutouts for them. Last five versus righties. 199 batting average. 266 OBP. And a lowly 2.31 runs per nine doesn't matter if it's home or away for Pittsburgh. Their numbers are very similar, and they are the home team in this one. Four and six straight up in their last 10. 16 and 21 record at home for the Pirates. So it's not like they're a, you know, above average home team. They are bad. Obviously not as bad as they are on the road, but still not great for them. Brewers have won eight straight games overall with an offensive resurgence, and they are facing Will Crow with a 6.5 ERA, 7.71 ERA in June over four starts. He did allow two earned runs over five innings pitched to the Brewers in a 5-2 Brewers win in mid-June, but that was when the Brewers offense was a little bit ice cold, honestly. And like I said, this Brewers offense is a different beast right now. They are averaging 7.6 runs per game during their eight-game win streak, and they put up some big runs yesterday at home versus your Cubbies. No, you don't want to hear that, but that offense is clipping along right now, and against Will Crow, I don't see any difference today for the Brewers, whether it's on the road or not. Give the Brewers' run lines today.
0: Was trying to keep the Cubbies month of June out of my mind, but uh, appreciate you bringing that right back <laughs> to the forefront. Uh, yeah, they did have a great game that uh, yesterday that offense is starting to heat up. I can't deny that, but uh, I personally am going to have to stay a little bit away from this play, not because I don't think it's a good play, not because I don't think your analysis is good, mm-hmm. because this has been a very dangerous spot for me all season long. You have a huge favorite, a great pitcher, and a less than subpar pitcher. Everything is aligned to where they should cover that minus one and a half and i've gotten burned quite a few times this year on that so if you're rocking you get some pretty doggone good odds i know my partner's rocking heavy Mm -hmm. but i'm gonna be a little tentative on this one here today but i still love the play fourth best bet coming from mags today brewers minus one and a half love it absolutely love it there you go there you have it one two three and four Coming from our mags. If you didn't get one, you didn't get any analysis. We'll be sure to recap everything for you here shortly when we get into the best bets. But let's keep episode number 71 chugging on down the tracks. Get into the second half of the first segment. My best bets of the day. Told you that uh, at the top of the show, I had four best bets coming at you. And without further ado, let's just get into those right away. I got uh, two picks coming out of one matchup and then two picks coming out of two separate matchups. So the first matchup I'm taking is where my two picks are coming from. First things first, going to the matchup, back to the matchup, been here uh, quite often over the past couple days, the Texas Rangers and the Oakland Athletics. And I am taking the Oakland Athletics first five money line. And I'm also going to get a little juicy for some extra odds. I'm going to take the Athletics minus one and a half. Couple of key reasons why I'm taking these plays here today. Mainly comes down to the pitching matchup uh, for me for a few key things, but there also also are some other key trends that I want to let you guys know about why I love this play. Uh, Dane Dunning on the mound for the Rangers and Sean Mania on the mound for the Athletics. Now Dunning coming from the White Sox, my partner can attest to this. He really is not an arm you can trust at all. Uh, 15 starts for him so far on the season. 293 opponent batting average allowed. 352 on base percentage allowed. Allowed to those opponents as well with a 1.53 whip and a 4.63 ERA over 70 innings pitched. so he has been giving up runs at will and you never really know what you're going to get from him but you can just about bank on he's going to give up at least two earned runs as he has allowed two earned runs or more in five out of his last six starts overall he does own a 4.37 ERA in the month of June over 22 and two-thirds innings pitched and he has not faced the A's in his career and obviously not this season season but with how hot that team is and uh, how dominant they have been against some of those younger pitchers I love them to light him up from the first pitch today. If you don't believe me in all of that, let's look at Sean Manaya. He has been one of the money men for this A's rotation. 16 starts for him on the season so far with a 245 opponent batting average allowed, 293 OBP and a 1.20 whip. He's got a pretty pristine 2.91 ERA over 92 and two thirds innings pitched. Manaya also had nine home starts so far this season, 251 opponent batting average allowed at Oakland Coliseum with a 2.8. Eight, two era and a four and one record he owns a 1.13 era in the month of june over 32 innings pitched and has been doggone good over the course of it now something funny i'm gonna mention here real quick i don't know if you guys remember over the uh a couple weeks back had this crazy thing with my laptop where just all the whole all my screen just decided to go bananas well that thing just happened again so i'm gonna do a little bit of flubbing you you know me the good host i am keep a little (laughs) bit of talking going on while this is happening as everything is loading up no problem whatsoever let's keep going on sean mania he has not faced texas this year but he has been very good against them in his career and very similar to his season long numbers 43 at-bats overall, 252 batting average, and a 302 OBP, and has only allowed one home run, something these Rangers really bank on to get on the board. One final thought on Manoa, he has only allowed one earned run or less in five out of his last six starts, and Oakland is 4-0-1 straight up in the first five innings over the course of his last five starts overall. First five inning runs per game, Texas ranks 29th in the MLB with a 1-1, 0.64 average on the road. Oakland 19th in the MLB at home with a 2.53 average. First five inning runs per game allowed also looms really large for me here. Texas 26th in the MLB on the road, 3.46 average, and Oakland 14th in the MLB at home, 2.22 average. So that takes care of the first five nice and easy we got some good numbers there and the pitching matchup is very very valuable here today but a couple key trends pointing me towards that one and a half as well they did win the game three to one yesterday and i think that offense only ticks up a little bit more here the rangers have been able to keep this these uh, first two games close but i do believe those came down to the pitching matchups for some reason oakland has struggled against some of the subpar pitchers in this texas rotation but i don't think that's going to happen here today against dan Dunning. Oakland is 29 and 25 ATS as a favorite this season. 41 and 34 ATS with equal rest. Texas is 38 and 38 ATS on equal rest. The Rangers 20 and 44 straight up last 64 meetings and 7 and 26 straight up in the last 33 in Oakland. Oakland has won five out of the last ten, all by two runs or more and in 2021 it is a dead even split 3-3 right now but Oakland has won those three games obviously by two runs or more so I will be taking for my first two best bets of the day the Oakland Athletics first five money line and their full game run line minus one and a half
1: I'm all over this one with you, both of these with you. My man, as you mentioned, Sean Maniah has been uh, one of the best pitchers in the entire league in June, and uh, I think that continues here into July. No reason that it won't. As you mentioned, I am uh, not too high in Dade dunning as are you. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, yeah, I can't really add anything that uh, that you didn't say because you nailed it.
0: Appreciate it, my friend. There you go, my first two best bets of the day. Keep it moving, keep it grooving. How you doing, Second best bet of the day, or third best bet, my goodness, can't even count anymore. Third best bet of the day, going back to the matchup between the San Diego Padres and the Cincinnati Reds. Today, I am taking the San Diego Padres' first five run line, plus a half. It's been a fun series to watch so far. If you are a fan of runs, uh, I think we got a little shorthanded last night um, because it ended in five innings. I think it could have been way more of a football score than what it was. Uh, But I think today it might still be another high-scoring affair, but the value lies on the side of the Padres. A little bit more of an edge in the pitching matchup, and I think that they are able to put up a few more runs here in the first five, even if it is a little tight. Ryan Weathers has taken the bump for the Padres today, and Luis Castillo is taking the bump for the Reds. You know how I feel about Castillo. He's been an ER machine all season long. He has had three good games out of his last ten, but those were against the struggling Cardinals, the struggling Brewers, and the struggling Braves over the course of the last month. Those three teams have been really, really up and down at the plate, and he caught them when they were down. However, he has allowed two earned runs or more in seven out of his last ten, so you take those three out of there. And as I always like to say, it's more on the or more side of things. Eight starts at home for Castillo, 269 opponent batting average allowed, 4.89 ERA. He owns a 2-5 and five record in Bush Stadium, and, and that is over the course of 42 and a third innings pitched. He has a solid ERA right now, 1.71 in the month of June, but you look back to April, 6.29, May, 8.04. I like him to regress back to his mean where he has been pretty consistently and versus San Diego in his career. They're hitting 283 at the plate, 312 on base percentage, 656 OPS, and he owns a 3.00 ERA against them this year in six innings pitched on the opposing bump Ryan Weathers for only being 21 years old this young man has been doggone dominant so far this season you take two games out against my cubbies and he has been top notch eight starts so far for him he's pitched in 14 games overall he has a 208 opponent batting average allowed 266 OBP pristine 1.01 whip and this is all over 47 and a third innings pitched he's got four starts on the road seven games pitched with a 2-1 record 171 opponent batting average allowed 2.28 ERA and this is all over 23 and two-thirds innings pitched he's given up one run or less in four out of his last five outings and the Reds right now are struggling mightily against lefties maybe not righties but lefties it is not good their last 10 versus left-handed pitching overall they're hitting 202 at the plate 291 on base percentage and only scoring 1.59 runs per nine innings Outside of all of that, a couple key trends that I also like here, um, barring the pitching matchup, San Diego has won the first five innings in the first two games so far in this series. We just need to have him tied today, but I like them to be out on top uh, with how much Castillo does give up some earned runs. San Diego is 6-0 and oh in the last six meetings overall, and all of those six have been in 2021. San Diego won the first five innings the last time they faced Castillo 3 to nothing. and last but certainly not least, San Diego is 4-1 and one straight up in the first five innings in their last five games overall and the Reds are one and four straight up in the first five innings over their last five games overall we don't need them to win it we just need them to keep it tied but I like them to be ahead either way first best bet of the day or uh, third best bet of the day the San Diego Padres run line first five run line plus a half I'll be right there with
1: you on this one, my man. Only thing I have to correct—you mentioned Bush Stadium when you were talking about Luis Castillo. This oh, be great American! Whoops, yeah, my bad. Great Aside American ballpark. You nailed it. Uh, yeah, Ryan Weathers. I was—I we've been following him all season long, but I was so shocked to hear that he's 21. But as you mentioned, for a 21-year-old, he is far exceeding his—you uh, know—age expectations here. So. I'll be right
0: there with you. The Padres
1: offense is clipping along right now.
0: I was thinking Carlos Martinez. Yeah. For some reason. They're Been about they're both about about, Been both about about both the same. Bad. Yeah, they're about both the same pitcher right now. So Luis Castillo pitching at Great American ballpark third best bet of the day San Diego Padres first five plus a half my fourth and final best bet of the day my friends is coming out of the matchup between the San Francisco Giants and the Arizona Diamondbacks and if you know me if you're a fan of the show you know what I'm about to say I'm taking the San Francisco Giants first five money line I truly believe that the public is going to look at San Francisco losing their last three games, look at Arizona and the dumpster fire that they have been and say, ah, the Diamondbacks got to get it done at some point in time, right? Well, maybe for the full game, maybe. But for the first five, no way at all. You have Johnny Cueto on the mound for the Giants and Merrill Kelly on the mound for the D-backs. Now, Cueto obviously has been a bit of a roller coaster, spent a little bit of time on IL, has had some good games, some bad games, everything in between. But he is coming off of his best outing of the season where he went seven innings, only allowed five hits, had six Ks and one walk over um, and no earned runs versus Oakland so a very good hitting team and he actually dominated them pretty doggone well he didn't pitch well in the first time this season when he faced Arizona and he has been doggone good in that bounce back spot as typical Johnny Cueto. I like him to bounce back against the Diamondbacks here today who have all but lost every bit of hope for any type of run in their division or anywhere at all in the MLB. And not to mention, the Giants are 3-2 and two straight up in the first five innings overall in his last five starts. The two losses are actually the farthest starts away, so he's been starting to trend in our direction. Now, Merrill Kelly has not been the best. He hasn't been bad, but he's definitely not an arm that you want to trust here. He's had two good outings most recently, so I think that's why this line is so close. However, those two outings were against a struggling Milwaukee team and a struggling Padres team over the course of the last month here in June when they were kind of hitting those slumps. He's facing a Giants team that uh, is... I don't want to say on a slump right now because I think they're really about to start turning that corner and come right back around. They're plus 1,500 World Series favorites right now. I think people are counting them out and thinking the Giants are going to fade, and I think this is just the time when they hammer down here against a very, very poor team in the Diamondbacks. But as for Kelly, he's had 16 starts on the season, 263 opponent batting average, 310 on-base percentage, 1.29 whip, and a 4.73 ERA over 91 and a third innings pitched. He's got a 4.00 ERA in the month of June and that uh, ERA has actually come down because of those two previous outlier games between Milwaukee and San Diego. I think it should be much higher and I think we we see it go much higher here today. He does have a 6.00 ERA in one outing this year versus San Francisco in nine innings pitched or actually two in nine innings pitched and Arizona is two and three straight up in the first five innings over his last five starts overall, and actually one of those last five starts was against this Giants team, and the Giants won 13-2 in the first five innings. You don't believe me in all of that. The trends I'm looking at, Arizona is 0-6 straight up in their last six Thursday games overall, 2-8 in their last 10 overall. San Francisco was 6-4 straight up in their last 10, 19-7 straight up in the last 16 meetings between these two teams. They are also 4-0 straight up in the last four meetings in Arizona. Last but not least, Arizona 1-3-1 straight up in the first five innings in their last five overall, and the Giants 2-2-1 two, two straight up in the first five innings in their last five overall. I will happily be back in the well with my boys here today in the arm of Johnny Cueto, so give me the San Francisco Giants first five money line. I'll be right there with you, my man. I do not trust Merrill
1: Kelly at all, and I think it's Johnny Qu- time for Johnny Cueto to start heating back up once again. I'll be right there with you
0: absolutely appreciate it sir there you go there you have it ladies and gentlemen my four best bets of the day that does it for all of our best bets of the day the eight favorite picks of the day what do you got on the mind there sir uh
1: one of my plays has already been postponed so scratch off that yankees and Angels game.
0: Scratch the Yankees and Angels. It is officially postponed. It is a bit of a dreary day here uh in or no, actually it's sunny outside. We yeah, just yeah. we just have the uh, blinds closed in the production <laughs> studio. So you never know really what the hell's yeah. going on out there. It could be the fucking apocalypse Rough by the time the Coast, by the time we get off of uh, the pod, it could just be a whole new world outside yeah, of know. those windows. You never know, but uh you heard it here first angels yankees postponed get that one off of your bet slip or uh if you already hammered it in it will promptly be returned to you shortly but moving right along ladies and gentlemen you got our best bets now let's lay down the special play of the day the triple play thursday parlay. now you know we don't spend as much time on the special plays we like to just give you the value talk a little bit about it and some of the key things we like so without further ado Kicking things off today, partner, wherever you want to start, as always, we got three baseball plays coming at you, two first five run lines and one full game money line. So wherever you want to get things started, pal, and I'll just be right on behind you.
1: All righty. So first one, I believe this is the first one of the day we are taking out of the Mariners versus Blue Jays game. We are taking the Mariners first five plus a half. You got Yusei Kikuchi on the mound versus Hyunjin Ryu. And uh, contrary to what you may think, Yusei Kikuchi has actually been sneakily a complete monster lately. Out he's of nowhere. A, out of nowhere. 3-3-4 ERA in the season, and that's been ticking down because he's got a 1.9 ERA in June, one earned run or less in his last three starts. And on the flip side, you've got Ryu, who uh, obviously this is probably the best pitcher on that staff, three four one ERA on the season, but he's going the op- opposite direction. He's slipping right now. He's got a 4-8-8 4, four or excuse me, four, eight, eight ERA in June and has, has allowed three earned runs in four of his last five starts. Uh, has at least three earned runs in four of five starts. Yeah, that's right. I mistyped there. Uh, but nonetheless, this Mariners team has been pretty sneaky on offense, but... Uh, I love this arm of Kikuchi to stay hot today, partner. And uh, kind of Ryu to stay, stick to that trend of slipping a little bit lately. How about you?
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at with this one as well. Almost my exact analysis, I would have dropped down on this one. Uh, last night's loss, um, 10 to 8, I do believe it was, uh, somewhere in there for the Blue Jays. Mariners got this one. The Mariners go on these weird streaks from time to time. And uh, I think this is one of those weird streaks. You know, I don't necessarily know that they might have it outright won. I think this might be be one of those where they got the lead and then at the very last second the blue jays tie it up or something along those lines but i absolutely love you getting plus money on this right around plus 120 for the mariners first five plus a half so gladly we'll make that the first leg of the triple play thursday parlay
1: hopefully they can squeeze that one in because this one is uh right about the same whereabouts as yankee stadium maybe not obviously right on top of it but hopefully it's not a full
0: northeast. this is toronto's ball i believe they're in buffalo still Uh, I I don't know if they move back down to Florida or what they're doing because they've had two different ballparks they play at so So it's kind of weird what they're doing they might look at the forecast and that might depend on where they play who the hell knows either way first leg of the triple play Thursday parlay the Seattle Mariners first five run line plus a half Second leg on the parlay today, we are taking the Miami Marlins first five run line plus a half. Pablo Lopez has taken the mound for the Marlins. He has been one of our favorite pitchers to back in this rotation outside of Trevor Rogers on the opposing bump for the Phillies is Zach Eflin. Zach Eflin has been a wild card and a half this year. He's got a 4.50 ERA in the month of June. I really don't think you can trust him right now, regardless of how hot that Phillies team is at the moment. Pablo Lopez has a pretty doggone good record against him uh, in his career and so far this season. So I like him to keep those trends continuing. This is obviously a heated division game. They don't like each other very much. The Marlins are a little bit sagging at the plate, but I think Eflin gives them just what they need uh, in the right opportunities here to give them uh, at least the lead. If not, we just need to have them tie. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think the only thing you didn't mention, uh, Marlins combined 301 batting average career versus Eflin, so I like that. Uh, but yeah, you nailed it. I don't like Eflin in this spot, and uh, as you mentioned, Pablo Lopez is one of our guys.
0: He's been dominant, dominant, so second leg on the triple play parlay. The Miami Marlins' first five run line plus a half. And the third and final leg on today's parlay, we are taking the Chicago White Sox money line their full game money line Uh, my partner told you already a lot of uh, what he already likes he's taken them on the first five money line but we like them enough all the way through the first uh, or through the full game Uh, we like the Giants a little bit but a bit of a few question marks just with how they're playing Uh, we obviously love them in the first five but you get into that bullpen some goofy things can happen but we are very very confident here in the Sox with how they've been playing and uh, like you said in your analysis partner I think whatever it was that Josh Donaldson did to get them woke up i mean we know what he did but that it had to be that guy to get them woke up hey Let's go. We'll Let's take. get it. We will take it.
1: Yeah, no question. And then that Twins bullpen. I like the money full game money line as much as the first five. That Twins bullpen is pretty damn shaky. And uh, White Sox get Michael Kopech back. Didn't pitch last night. I don't believe actually. I, it was thirteen to two in the sixth inning. So I turned it off. Maybe he pitched late in the innings. I don't know. But if not, like him to get back into that uh, bullpen rotation today. And uh, that White Sox bullpen to start picking up where they should be, as opposed to a little bit shakiness that they because they've got too much talent in that pen to not be.
0: So there you go. You heard it here first. That bullpen should be back in action. Michael Kopech back in rotation. So There you have it. Triple play Thursday, parlay the three legs. I don't even need to tell you because you know what's coming next. We're just getting right into the best bets of the day. Let's go ahead and recap all of those for you. Pull out your sports books, get out your paper and your pens. However, you take note of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. And let's hammer these bad boys in. Here we go. Now, live on your screen for the first time in the month of July. The TTL Cruise Best Bets of the Day reporting to you live from the beautiful sun-soaked stadium of Fenway Park. If you could so kindly turn your attention to the top left of your screen, you see our mags picks now live in primetime Four best bets, actually three now, because the top one has been postponed Red Sox minus one and a half Chicago White Sox first five money line and Milwaukee Brewers minus one and a half on the right side of your screen directly next to those picks are my best bets of the day. For coming at you as well two from the a's rangers game i got the oakland athletics first five money line and the athletics minus one and a half i have the san diego padres first five run line plus a half and the san francisco giants first five money line once again special play of the day triple play thursday parlay below all of our best bets of the day you have the three lakes Seattle Mariners, first five run line plus a half. Miami Marlins, first five run line plus a half. And the Chicago White Sox full game money line. Parlay those up. You're going to get some odds right around plus 530. You got a 10 spot burning a hole in your pocket. You know, you want a little extra special play for your bet slip today. You get you a nice little 60, $70 in return. We need a special plate to the window, my friends, and this is the one to do it. This is the one to do it. Let me tell you. So there you have it. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine best bets coming from the TTL crew today. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of cheddar cheese down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get today's best bets in and whatever the current line is on your favorite sports book, because we got some bankrupting to do today. They've been taking our money, but it's time for the script to flip My friends, let me tell you that. Let me be the first one to let you know that these books got no idea what's coming their way today. Hope you get these locked in ASAP. But let's keep the show moving here. Episode number 71 on this beautiful 7 1 2021. The rest of the words on this screen, if you're listening, you don't see those. So let me tell you what they are. They're the money line dice tonight. Rolling for the matchup, MLB matchup between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Colorado Rockies. Yesterday, the dice selected the Kansas City Royals and the under game total. The Royals got their booties beat, but the under stayed way down low, ladies and gentlemen. So now, officially on the Talking the Line podcast, the Moneyline dice are 28, 26, and 1. Sounds like a winner to me. Five and one on the week. I think they're going to keep it rolling today. Sounds like a winner to me. Sounds like they're going to keep it rolling today. No pun intended. No pun intended at all. But let's keep it rolling into the next segment (laughs) of the show, the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Hopefully today uh, we don't have some goofiness going on with uh, with the viewer here so we can have them live on the screen, my friend. But let's get these bad boys out. As I'm getting these bad boys out and getting us all set up for the Moneyline Dice segment today, partner, could you be so kind, indulge us, indulge our kind fans as to who is the home team here, who's the away team, fave, dog, total, what are some outstanding storylines we need to know about this matchup tonight?
1: Alrighty, I will go ahead and do just that. So this one's coming out uh, the second to last game of the night, 7:40 p.m. Central Standard Time. You've got Adam Wainwright on the mound for the Cards versus Antonio Senzatella for the Rockies. And you've got a Cardinals team that's coming in actually 40 and 41 under 500. Their bats have been cold lately, and on the road they are 17 and 23. Rockies 34 and 47 on the season, 28 and 16 at home. They are a different squad at home. However, you've got Adam Wainwright coming in for the cards, and he's been uh, pretty damn solid lately. Part of the reason that this, this one's got us a little concerned about the rocks, we don't feel too confident enough. He's got a 2.45 ERA in the month of June, uh, two earned runs or less in his last four starts. And Antonio Sentatella, not too bad, two and seven record, not good at all there. But at home, he's been pretty solid. He's got a 4.76 ERA on the season, and after a uh, rough stretch, as I mentioned, for the Cardinals offensively. They've got seven runs scored in two of their last three. That was against the Diamondbacks, so not sure if the Cardinals' offense is back or not. But nonetheless, they are the favorites on the road here in Colorado. Minus 124 for the Cardinals, plus 107 for the Rocks. Uh, On the run line, Cardinals minus 1.5 at plus 117, with the Rockies plus 1.5 at minus 135. Uh, And the total in this one is going to be eleven. The over 11 is at minus 107, under 11 minus 104 on FanDuel here. And it appears that the sharp and big money is back in the Rockies money line here. 60% of the public bets bet percentage on the Cardinals, while 69% of the money is on the Rockies. So a big split there. Over-under, a little bit different story, pretty close splits there. 54% of the bet slips on the under with 58% of the money on the under. Uh, So big total there. I do like both of these pitchers, so I might be leaning towards that under. Uh, You got Adam Wainwright, as I mentioned, solid in June. On the road, though, 6.31 ERA. That is not what you want to see if you're back in the Cardinals here on the road. While Senzatella, 3.91 ERA at home in nine starts He's got a 4.4 ERA in June, but as I mentioned, a couple of those rough starts are on the road. Um, At home, he's made two starts in June, only four earned runs total over those two starts. And the Rocks are 2-3 and in June in his starts. Both of those wins at home, all three losses on the road. So if it's up to me, I'm leaning towards the rocks here. But as I mentioned, Adam Wainwright has been pretty solid uh, lately, despite his uh, full season road numbers. So still a little bit of a question mark. And as I mentioned, that Cardinals offense could be back. And it appears that partner is back with the video viewing of this question mark.
0: Yeah, we're getting there. Hey, uh, a word of advice. I was just kind of noticing. You can take your time while you do that. I mean, you're at 4.75, right? just take your time and relax. Because uh, what I was noticing is what's happening is for some reason, so you guys know as well, my computer is registering as two different computers on my phone. And I have to pick the right one without knowing which one is the right one. Oh, shit. So I've been selecting the wrong one and it freezes and goes and yada, yada, yada. So while you're talking, I'm watching the screen. Do this, and I'm trying to like. Oh, slow down, slow down, here because I can tell you're almost done, and I'm like, oh no, this isn't good, this isn't good. So, without further ado, <laughs> now live on your screen for the first time in prime time, ready to rock and roll, Mr. Man. You are, uh, you are our video person.
1: I'm ready to rock.
0: All right, here we go. In a three, in a two, in a one. Live in prime time. The Moneyline Dice are now live on your screen. You want to hit that record button? They are back. Beautiful. There they are, live in prime time, ladies and gentlemen. You now see them. They are on the screen. The Moneyline Dice. Mr. Armags, Mags has uh, set the scene for us. You know we're in beautiful Coors Field here today. You know the Cardinals are the favorite, and the total, once again, is set at 11. 11. I did think that's what you said. So, beautiful. We got the scene set. Time to get into the roll of today. First roll, as always, home or away? Are we rocking with the rocks in Coors Field? Are we flying with the birdies going to the West Coast? We will find out in three, in two, in one. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh dear. Oh dear. dear. It's the home team. Is it? Still can't see it. There we go. It's the home team, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. Here, grab that for me. (laughs) Yeah, I'll grab it here. You got it.
1: Goodness gracious. All right. All right. Home team rocks.
0: All right. So, first roll of the day, home team Rockies. Now for ATS or Moneyline. Are we getting juicy either way? We will all find out. In three, in two, in one. ATS ATS, it is. Plus
1: one and a half actually ain't too bad. Minus
0: 135. Okay. Not Not opposed to that at all. So, final dice roll of the day, or will it be the wild card die? Will we be doubling down? Are we gonna re-roll or are we skipping it all and going to the total once again for the wild card roll? In three, in two, in one. Where are we at here? Home money line. Away, away money, money line. line. So Damn re That will be a re-roll. Shit. You know the deal. No talking. No hesitation. Delay. We'll just get right into it. Home or away going away this away time. away this time oh okay. okay all right didn't make up their mind all right now ats or money line nope on the computer there we go money line money line okie dokie and last but not least wild card die away ats
1: okay cardinals on the minus one and a half
0: all right so all right The Dice have spoken! If you want to guaranteed take two tickets to the window tonight, hammer in the St. Louis Cardinals on the money line and the St. Louis Cardinals on the run line minus one and a half. There you go. There you have it. The Dice are on a roll, no pun intended, 5-1 and one record to start the week, 28-26-1 on the TTL pod, and it sure looks like a 2-0 day coming down the pipe to me, regardless of how dangerous these Rockies have been at home. So once again, for those of you not seeing them live on your screen, if you need to hear it one more time, the Moneyline Dice, favorite picks of the day, St. Louis Cardinals, Moneyline, and St. Louis Cardinals, minus one and a half hammer it in thank you dice thank you dice we appreciate your all-knowing abilities we will see you at the pay window this evening
1: i was uh fully ready to back the rocks there
0: yeah that's all right though that's all right the we dice, trust the dice we, we trust we the dice more than trust the dice my friend at this point especially in the game. right now yeah at this point in <coughs> the game hey, so we just needed another re-roll didn't get the camera time yesterday That is correct. That is very correct. Just need another re-roll. Get themselves in shape for today. So one more time, St. Louis Cardinals money line, St. Louis Cardinals minus one and a half, backing them all the way on both the spread and money line today. Let me get these dice put away in the handy-dandy travel carrying case. And as always, uh, you know, got to remind you guys, in case you didn't know, you want your own money line dice, you want to roll along with the crew, or you don't want to roll with us and you just want to start rolling by yourself because you love the all-knowing powers that these dice possess, we make it super easy so you can get your own set or any of the other dope-ass merchandise that the Moneyline Dice Company offers. If you go to this episode's description link at the very bottom is the Moneyline Dice website. We also put our coupon code in there for you. 10% off your first order at MoneylineDice.com with code TTL10, TTL10. You'll get 10% off your first order on MoneylineDice.com. Don't got to search, don't got to type stuff in, just go to this episode's uh, description, hit the link, pick out what you want, type in TTL10, away you go. Super easy. You ain't got to have any pain in the process whatsoever. And then you will be rolling with the crew. So, once again, get your own set of MoneylineDice.com, and as always, in the dice we trust. In the dice
1: we trust. Thank you, dice.
0: Thank you, dice. Thank you, dice. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Let uh, me get tidied up here just real quick so we don't have any outstanding issues. All right, looks good. Looks good. Okay, my friends, that does it for the first half of the TTL pod today, episode number 71 on this 7-1-2021. Try saying that 15 times fast. I dare you. If you are one of the kind gambling folks that uh, joins us for the first half of the TTL pod for about the first 45 minutes or an hour for all of our best bets, analysis, trends, everything in between, and you're about to head on out of here, first things first, thank you so much. Can't tell you how much we appreciate you. Love you all your support and getting in the trenches with us going to battle with these books day in and day out. Don't stay away for too long though. We need you back on tomorrow's show to close out the week because as always we need your help bankrupting these sports books one play at a time. So we'll let y'all get on out of here. Have a spectacular rest of your Thursday unless you have other plans, but Don't be away too long, my friends, because we got more tickets to cash and we need your help doing it. So have a great day. See you later. But for the rest of you sticking around for the second half of the show, it is time to get into the juicy, into the nitty gritty, the hot takes, the discussions, the place that very few reporters dare to go. Today's Rants and Reactions! Let's kick it down into first gear. All righty. Drop it back a little bit. Talk some shit. We have got some stuff to cover today, my friend. First things first, how you doing over there? How you feeling? How's life? What's happening? Everything's pristine. 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 Beyond pristine. Coming off the showroom floor, huh? Yeah. Okay. I love the sound of that. Well, speaking of pristine... Uh, something that has been brewing for quite some time in the world of the National Collegiate Athletic Association (laughs) is now in pristine form to be fully utilized. Um, Correct me if I say this wrong, partner, but all collegiate athletes, each and every single one collegiate athlete under the NCAA umbrella can now be paid off their name and likeness regardless of amount, regardless of opportunity. I believe you nailed that on the head. Big freaking news. Big freaking news. Um, you know, I'm going to say a pretty unpopular opinion. Some of you might not like me for this. I'm not the biggest fan of it. Okay. Um, couple reasons. Couple reasons, okay? First things first, college is indentured servitude in my mind. Uh, I have sizable student loan debt. Uh, not enjoyable, not fun, not at all. So first thing, I couldn't depend on my athletic abilities that I had through high school, whatever. Not saying woe is me. Whatever. I'm I'm five foot eight, a buck sixty-five. I am I am not any type of athlete to some of the superhumans that are in today's major leagues or today's professional leagues, whatever you want to say. However, are we not already going to school for completely free? And getting most of our stuff taken care of and getting handled and and have access to a lot of additional special shit that the average student does not get access to. And that's point blank period the truth. I mean, I, I hung out with quite a few athletes in my college days and they get some good access to stuff that regular students don't even get to sniff. So, hey, no, 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 don't 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 think I'm bashing you for that. I, that's awesome. That's great. You are a freak human being, and you deserve to have your school taken care of because of that. You deserve to have the opportunity to further your abilities and have everything else taken care of in the background. Absolutely. But I do not think that you should get additional compensation on top of that. Who knows what the compensation might be? You have seen some of these deals that that's these professional players come out with now i'm not saying they might be on that scale but if it, we have problems financially with nfl players what's it gonna be at the collegiate level my friend
1: i mean i for the most part i'm zigging uh, on what you're saying for the most part you're not totally wrong they get a lot of their stuff taken care of and then some and that's not any
0: shade no, no, no. It's not any hate. You deserve yeah, yeah, yeah. it. You deserve it. You have the abilities for it. If you're a athlete listening to this, you deserve it. But I think there is a bit. I mean, too you're much. concerned it's about like, are they
1: going to abuse it? I could definitely see them abusing it. No question. However, in many cases, there are so many athletes that bring millions upon millions of dollars to their schools. And they, and I mean, there's numbers on it. I know, you know, we don't see it too closely, and maybe it's uh, exaggerated. But there are a lot of college athletes that li- still, despite them getting their school taken care of and then some meals, they still
0: technically live under the poverty line. And okay, so that is that is the exact argument for mine. We need to implement some type of financial course, some type of finance 101 that is mandatory if they are going to be part of you can get paid oh, now yeah, that's fair yeah, you have to fair. take you have to take a 40 credit hour sure. course i don't give a damn because you see how some of these guys 20 21 19 whatever come to the nfl i mean you've heard the horror stories they made an a 30 for 30 on it for crying out loud not talking about abusing it like oh getting this deal and that deal and this deal and that deal i'm talking about when you put a six-figure check in front of an 18 year old kid I've, I've seen what stipend checks get used for I don't even want to know what that stuff will get used yep. for my friends like I've just I've seen it from both sides I'm not hating on it I think it's great I think it's a good step in a certain direction but I think there is a lot of stuff that needs to be discussed That's, before yeah no those concerns yeah. are fair
1: those concerns are fair but I mean especially in certain athletes cases they literally some of them directly bring in millions upon millions yep. of dollars and I mean sure. you know JJ Redick kind of went both ways on it last night he tweeted something like All for uh you know this all for this movement uh, I would have loved this I would have made an ass load of money as he would have probably mm-hmm. among the top 10 athletes certainly top 5 basketball players that would have made ass loads mm-hmm. and then he said I would have blown it all on Natty Light and something else However, I, you know, your concerns are fair that they're probably going to abuse it. I mean, I, I didn't come into a poverty level, but if I got a six
0: figure check, I probably would have spent a lot of it on beer in college. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's just, you're, you're adding to a problem that's already there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I might, hey. Call me old man yelling at Cloud. Call me old soul. Call me whatever you want. But I am just very smart with my money. There and needs it, to be checks just, in it. Yeah. Uh, a literal check You know what I checks mean. Checks and, checks and balances. And exactly. balances. Yeah. exactly. And, you know, every NCAA athlete. Now, I mean, I, I don't think the NCAA knows the can of worms that they open in this. Well, John Q. Smith from Michigan State's getting $75,000 for his for his Nike deal. Why am I only getting $45,000 for mine? What the hell's going on? And, and it's just going nah. to be such a... Uh, a shit show in my mind i I just think it's going to be because it's it has taken so long to even get it to the table and okayed how can it not be i mean there's just so much behind the scenes and stuff that i just i think Everybody's seeing the words and college athletes getting paid. And then everything behind the scenes, there are still a lot of things to tie up. Yeah, so, that's fair. But I think it's the right move. I uh, think it's the right move. Sure. So who
1: I was considering it, who over the last 15, 20 years do you think would have benefited from this the most?
0: Uh, First things first, give Reggie Bush his uh, Heisman yes. Trophy back. That
1: stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Bill has tweeted it out. There's a lot of guys that deserve to have some of their records reinstated. 150%. Those, so
0: they did. 150%. Yeah
1: him him at the top of the list at right, the, top of the, the list. top of the he list he
0: was yeah. a different type of human right. at the U, at ufc and USC. i don't know
1: that kind of lends into my question maybe not number one but i would say at least football he might be top five on that list maybe not oh actually, yeah not maybe not physical dollars because obviously someone now would yeah. you know a total dollar amount would have been higher but as far as you know what the time period that they were in
0: yeah and i know i guess i guess that's kind of the gray area too for my argument as well kind of going back to that like yeah okay, you're you're different. you're special. like that's 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 special. like that's something totally different. That's not run of the mill every day now, but then but then you get into the problem. Are you playing favorites? What are you doing? see what I mean by how much of a rabbit hole this shit can get into? Right, <laughs> like, but it's not
1: money from the school though. it's their own negotiations. right right on that stuff. and um, yeah, so I mean Reggie Bush close to the top of the I would list, say so Tim Tebow. Yeah, might be number one. Yeah, he might be the way he moved. It's got to be someone SEC SEC football. Oh my gosh, Zion's got to be at the top of that list. It's got to be someone SEC football though. There's a different craze behind
0: SEC football, and
1: I have to imagine it's Tim Tebow, right? Or am I blanking on somebody?
0: um, well, Cam Newton would have been
1: up there. Cam
0: Newton would have been somebody. Derrick Henry could have possibly been somebody to potentially. Um, I they, mean, they just they also, the Alabama football team alone. There's yeah, they no had, pro team in Alabama. So they, they had so many dogs. i talking even now. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah even forward, now. Yeah. Even now, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't know. It, it's a tricky subject. Uh, it's great. I think it's awesome that it's out, but. I don't know. I think we still have a lot to hear about this uh, from from this point forward. Well, so the other aspect, and you
1: might not enjoy this part of it, but there are a lot of athletes that come into college with no intention of completing their school. They are there to get to the NFL, to get to the NBA, and mm-hmm. a lot of the NBA players go one and done. They don't give mm-hmm. a shit about their free education. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, if they, and a lot of people have bypassed the NCAA, especially in basketball, to go, mm-hmm. uh, I know the rules are changing, so they've either gone to Europe, and now I think they're signing other types of deals, so this will probably prevent some of that
0: so now do you think they sit around for four years now and just get paid and and they don't do what they have been doing
1: not four years no but i think uh like scam
0: the system why not uh, you can get paid now why not well it's not going
1: to be as much as a guaranteed nba contract
0: well that's true that is true yeah I think it's going to buy uh, I,
1: th- I think it's probably going to stop uh, and prevent people from uh, you know going to the you know Euroleague routes or Australia like we've seen I in the last know. couple of
0: years. I don't my my prediction is that this is going to get very hairy and very sticky and everybody that is a sports fan is is just jumping over the moon for this and, and I'm I'm a little bit tentative on it. There's been there's there seems like a lot of red tape. I don't know. Just my hot take. It seems like there is just a little bit too much red tape and a little bit too much. We're jumping the gun. Uh, Everybody getting excited. But there you go. There you have it. You know where we stand. College players getting paid regardless of where they are, where they stand, where they go. It is official now, ladies and gentlemen. But let's keep it moving right along uh, into the... Eight-sided circle, the UFC octagon. Uh, nothing crazy, no huge news updates like I have the last couple of days. Outside of Sugar Sean O'Malley getting an opponent, he is going to be fighting Chris uh, Mo- Mo- Mutino. Chris Mutino, I'm uh, actually not really familiar really? with this guy. I had uh, I hadn't done a whole lot of research on him. Um, I gotta dive back into, but I know he hasn't fought in the UFC, and I'm not sure. Well, maybe he has fought in the UFC, but I, I don't know where he's coming from. Even his fight picture on Tapology, it wasn't a UFC standard picture, huh. so it, it was it's kind of weird. So I got to do a little bit of research. I don't know why they came up with this guy, especially after he called out Ricky Simon, which me and you were really excited yeah, about. Ricky Simon,
1: and I think Ricky Simon, I think he tweeted some. I could be wrong, but I think he tweeted something like "I'll I'll be ready" or something like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: so like a sugar show. Uh and a Ricky Simon fight would be crazy be awesome. but came out last night that he's he's uh and i it wasn't per UFC it was just uh, some of the some of the side guys that i follow but Ooh, Ricky Simon no, oh Mutino, uh, yeah, okay. uh, gonna be fighting Chris Mutino. Okay. So I, it hasn't been officially official yet. Uh, of course, you got to get contracts signed, you got to do all types of shit. But generally, the pages that I follow, those guys are in the in of the in of the UFC. So they typically know what's going on. So that's what it appears to be there. Uh, no official opponent or uh, replacement for Kevin Lee has been uh, made yet. So we'll see if uh, I'm. I'm not even sure who he was fighting. So we'll see if that fight gets still gets made. But uh, Dustin Poirier did have an interview. with with Brett Akamoto this morning. Top notch. Suggest you go watch that. It'll get you excited. Uh, UFC 264 countdown should be coming right up here very soon. Definitely to start next week. The UFC embeddeds will be coming out. So uh, definitely loads and loads of good content coming out for UFC 264. I'll be sure to cover it. I'll be sure to be dive deep into uh, everything coming up on that fight card. Any outstanding storylines. Anything that might be interesting for you guys to know. I will keep my ears to the streets. That's my promise to you. And bring you whatever I might find. But moving right along. Uh, outside of that, UFC and the NCAA, we got a little bit of NFL news here. Uh, last year, your boy, David Takatari, uh, got the highest paid left tackle contract in NFL history. Now we have a right tackle setting history once again. This time for the New Orleans Saints, Ryan Ramczyk signing a five-year 96 96- Million dollar deal with sixty million dollars guaranteed. How about that? Gotta protect Jameis Quinston somehow. <laughs> Jameis Quinston, yeah. I guess you got to one way or another. Uh I had thought that uh his blind side would be his left side. Is he a lefty? I'm not even sure. See a lefty? Why would I that that would make no sense as to why they would beef up their right tackle and keep him around if he's a if he's a righty, but I don't know. Either way, who know knows? That. I yeah, I I am I'm, damn I'm No. I think, he's a I think Just he's a lefty. I think he's a lefty. the honor NFL knowledge. I, I w- Look it up. You got your... Yeah, man. One hand does James Winston throw with. Huh? Huh?
1: I mean, regardless, even if he's not Ryan Ramchick, is a freaking stud. So I, it's completely warranted. But I mean, obviously... It's
0: I a- don't care how far he can throw the football. <laughs> oh, come on. For crying out loud okay folks this is uh this has turned into quite the fiasco here uh it doesn't say it anywhere no idea no clue goodness. goodness gracious all friday i there ain't nothing there ain't nothing nah i don't want to get on the nfl and start fucking up the stream now nah, fuck that uh who gives a shit he's a lefty he's a righty he ain't nothing ryan Ramscheck's right tackle highest paid in nfl history there you go <laughs> you never know what you're Nailed gonna get it. on the ttl pod Nailed my friends it. there you go there you have it Let's keep this damn show moving on down the tracks. Uh, We got a little bit of MLB action to talk about, mainly uh, centered around my partner and his team, the Chicago White Sox over there. Um, If you don't know, Mr. Josh Donaldson took Mr. Lucas Giolito long ball, and uh, actually I watched the video, and Sox fans made this seem a lot worse than it actually was. He's running around the bases, and he gets past, he gets out of the dirt surrounding home plate and is looking directly at his next guy on deck, says, hey, ain't sticky anymore, just laughing, just being a guy, just doing that. Never does he turn around and look at Lucas. Never does he... They put didn't anything that. to Lucas. Never does he said a doggone word. The way everybody was acting, he damn near went out to the mound and told him that his balls weren't sticky anymore. It wasn't that bad. But everybody lost their mind to the point where even old Ozzy had to say something on the pregame show. Say, hey Poppy, I got my ring. I got my ring, Poppy. You see? So you're skipping over some stuff. Hold here. on, I'll let you fill in the blanks. But started stirring the waters. To which Josh Donaldson replied in his first at-bat last night, Yabo, See y'all later. Keep talking to shit, homeboys. I'm going to keep sending them deep thoughts, reactions? What's the deal with your White Sox? Is Josh Donaldson the man to wake them up out of their slump? Is Josh Donaldson the man that is going to be destroying the rest of their season? Is Ozzy overstepping his lines? What's happening here, Max? Well, you're skipping some stuff with Ozzie there, but because he did, I mean, and he's just on the post game. it's his
1: job to talk about this stuff, and he would said if he was still the manager, he, to, well, he would throw at Josh Donaldson, so whether or not you agree with that, and then Josh Donaldson in his own press conference started poking at Ozzie again and started talking about how he's a Better player than Ozzy was, which Ozzy didn't mention nothing about, so and he even acknowledged, like, "Yeah, sounds, you're better than
0: me, dude." Sounds like Kiss typical, sounds like typical AL Central fairy tale games. No, is what it kind of sounds like to me. Got to be the drama girls uh, of the whole MLB.
1: but having said that, I did say it does look like the Sox have uh, gotten sparked because of this. He can hit as many first inning home runs as he wants as long as the White Sox win the game, because that's what they've done the last <laughs> two true. days, and the Twins' offense hasn't done shit after that. But uh, you know, I mean, it's not really the first incident with josh donaldson necessarily and uh, you know someone asked lucas giolito about it he said yeah he's a fucking pest and then uh i got the dub next to my name there in last place and then josh donaldson starts getting asked about it and then he starts attacking ozzy kian and then obviously ozzy kian being on the pregame and being the uh Outspoken might be an understatement on Ozzy, yeah, but uh, you know, being sure. his job to respond to that stuff, he obviously went off. And uh, obviously, I, I, I was expecting some more fireworks out of Ozzy, but he basically uh, said, Kiss the ring, bitch. And he he acknowledged, like, yeah, you're a better player than me. Who gives a shit? I'm not talking about that, dude. Like, I got a ring. You don't. Yeah. Either way, I don't. You might give a be right. Damn. It is blown out like it's it's someone's it's, hated, like, it's
0: some goofy ass dumb someone, shit. Someone this is like, sandbox games. I what know, are we I talking remember. about? Why is Ozzy Guillen it, be a man? You do have the ring. You don't got to say shit. If he's that much of a peon, why do you got to say something to him? If he is that much of a peon, why are we still wasting time? Because Let's the way the it looks like to Josh me, Donaldson. if he's a pest. The Sox are spending an awfully lot of time talking about Josh Donaldson. Well, they're winning games. (laughs) Rent free in the head. Who knows? The White Sox are winning. Is it because of Josh Donaldson and all these antics happening? Or is it because of some other outside force? Rent free. We'll see we don't know. Hey, see, <laughs> I done told you. He's already like saying
1: that. If he, he can hit as many first <laughs> sitting bombs as he want, we can go on and put up 20 runs after that. And the, the two games combined. So I don't give a shit. The best part is, is he, I well, don't give a, a damn
0: about the twins. I don't give a damn yeah, yeah, about yeah. the socks. I don't give a damn about Ozzie Guillen or Josh Donaldson. I just like to see him get worked well, up about I, his socks. On the individual
1: <laughs> battle. I cannot hit the bomb yesterday was an even bigger moonshot than the one before I was stunned. I was that stunned shit watching. was so far. <laughs> he dropped his bat. I was excited explain in the situation to my girlfriend and our roommate and they were like oh interesting and like oh here he comes right now he's batting second and i'm just like oh shit, shit. <laughs> it was ridiculous yeah. came back and struck him uh, out next time around and uh, Dylan Cease was awesome after that <laughs> and they got the big win so as I mentioned that's all I care
0: about for the most part oh, there you go ladies and gentlemen there you have it your daily well not so daily anymore but uh, maybe we'll start bringing it back good content there your daily RMAG's White Sox reaction to Josh Donaldson, Ozzy Guillen and uh, the whole horse shit going on in guaranteed Ray right Field.
1: Anytime we can get Ozzy on some sound bites, though, it's always a good thing. <laughs> it's day. never a bad thing. They always well, are uh, electric. Uh, <laughs>
0: out, outspoken, to say the least. Well, bad thing <laughs> for everybody else. Bad thing for Sox fans. Sometimes. Yes. <laughs> Every, but everybody Hit else, we just sit back and eat the popcorn. <laughs> but, but there you go, ladies and gentlemen. MLB news. Uh, the war on sticky stuff still raging on in the background. No guys getting pulled yet. No more suspensions. No new updates yeah, as of yet. But we will continue to cover it the best we can let's keep it moving along here in the rants and reactions let's dive into uh, just a little bit of nba nonsense here Last night's game, a rough beat for the crew. We were on the Clippers. Everybody and their dogs was on the Suns. Uh, created severe monetary liability for Vegas, and for some reason, Vegas decided to uh, let everybody win. You know, uh, whoever in Vegas is watching the Talking the Line podcast, number one, pound sand. Number two, stop watching all of our plays. Number three, we lined up with some of the best professional handicappers in MLB yesterday that have been winning, 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 and we. We didn't because we lined up with them and you guys are watching our play. So stop watching our daggum plays. With all that being said, I digress (laughs) Vegas. You assholes need to get that off my chest. Whatever insider in Vegas is watching this. I'm so tired of it. But with all that being said, uh, Vegas allowed the Suns to get the victory last night. Everybody cashed out big on that spot. The hole in the middle of the desert. Um, Chris Paul, breaking uh, breaking the streak of not making it to the finals, man. Finally getting in there. What's uh, what's the deal? The what guy, are you thinking? Man,
1: he was so damn good. You know, if it was like a shaky performance from him, it would have been a different story. But he, was, he saved his best for this game, it looked like. And he was fantastic. Put up a 40 spot on the Clips. Clips ran out of gas. And, uh, you know, the Suns are moving on. With everything that's going on in the Eastern Conference right now, injuries to the two stars on both teams... I mean the Suns were already a contender, no question, had a good chance of winning the uh, finals, but uh might be the team to beat.
0: They very well might be, but also I'm gonna it's play they, I'm they, gonna they, play they, a little devil's advocate. Go ahead. I, Cause I'm not strongly on that and, by any means. And I, I I don't wanna be the guy that's like this one doesn't count. But Less than 100% AD. Matter of fact, less than 60% AD. Sure, it's,
1: it was not a hard des, path. Des- destroyed
0: LeBron. Mm-hmm. Destroyed LeBron. The motherfucker Wasn't couldn't even damn LeBron near either. get. Yeah, d- 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 no, that's what I'm saying. Like d- yeah, yeah. LeBron destroyed as a person. Oh no, yes, not sorry, sorry. They I thought, destroyed. Okay, that's what LeBron they was completely destroyed right. from the season. He, he, I mean, that's all he talked about. Yeah, because then those you two move were healthy, along. I think they had that one. Then you move along into your Jazz. My Jazz. Well, I'm just saying the Jazz. Whatever. <laughs> I don't give it. Whatever. Um... The uh, you had uh, Donovan Mitchell ACL out. Yep, yep. That team was also starting to get banged up and tired. You could see it. It, it. I mean, that team was so damn good all year, and then all of a sudden they just they, the wheels fell off. Like, mm-hmm. what the hell happened to the Jazz? Mm-hmm. And then who else did they play? The Clippers now. So it was Kawhi. just the Clippers. That's right. Okay, yeah, so yep. yeah, without Kawhi, that was my third and final point. So yeah, you don't have Kawhi. You have a young team a small ball team when you're a big ball team and all you got to do is pound the shit inside and you... I mean, they should have ran away with that damn series. I mean... I don't want to be that guy, but definitely not the hardest path to victory for these Suns for the finals. <laughs> no, I mean, and
1: that goes the same for both sides of the conference, honestly. I mean, the Bucks and, and the Hawks got through the Sixers with, uh, you know, Shaky, Ben the- Simmons. Bucks got through the Nets without Kyrie and a hobbled James Harden. So, I mean, in both ways, it is probably the... I don't want to say, like, because I'm not even, I'm kind of on your side on this one. Like you said, not saying it doesn't count by any means, because obviously it still counts. Though. Right. Whoever hoists the, hosts the trophy is going to hoist the trophy, but... uh there ain't no dominant team like we've seen the last decade or so, and right. I mean we kind of have seen this once before, but it was in the finals with the Raptors kind of being that uh, out of the box team because Kevin Durant got hurt, Clay Thompson got hurt in that series. If those injuries go a different way, it's probably a different series, at least a longer series. And uh, you know this playoffs has been a bit of a wonky one, but uh, definitely. I mean the Suns are a good team. Suns are a good team, but as so I was- on
0: that track, if Kawhi is in, Kawhi doesn't get that knee injury. Do the Clippers advance?
1: I think so. I'm and I'm very high on Kawhi. Paul George kind of claimed it last night in his interview. I believe he was asked about it. I mean, just he kind of owned it, but just own the fact that you didn't win. I mean, you know, it was a close series, six game series. A lot of the games are close. I do think so because I am extremely high on Kawhi. He yeah. was starting to go into that Terminator mode that we saw two years ago with the Raptors, mm-hmm. and I, in my head, it was shaping up to be him, kind of leading the Clippers to the title again. Honestly, yeah. in
0: my own opinion, yeah. Um, so I think so. Yeah, kind of depressing. Um, but uh, a totally different side note, still hanging on tightly to that Atlanta Hawks ticket. Yeah. Um, Trey Young, he looks like he's going to be in tonight. i um, feeling pretty confident about him. My partner said it uh, two days ago. He was bounced around on the sidelines, looked OK, didn't look bad at all um, or a day ago and uh, Bogdanovich he's probable he's upgraded he's good to go Clint Capella a little bit of um, right eye swelling it should he should be fine it, it looked it's just precautionary type shit he's got to be Maybe on the injury goggles. report yeah we'll see who knows but cool. then um, obviously Giannis 100% out uh, he was declared doubtful on Tuesday so who knows if he even can make it back for this series has he been listed as officially out or is it still just doubtful Uh, it's probably doubtful but doubtful's doubtful that's out <laughs> in, doubtful. in the NBA they they, when doubtful they say doubtful. doubtful, yeah, he's he's out. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm leaning Hawks tonight. I'm leaning Hawks plus 2.5. The line opened up at uh, minus 5, Milwaukee. It's already dropped down to minus 2.5. Actually dropped down to minus 2. It's ticked back up to 2.5 with the line being so low. Public waking up this morning, seeing the line being so low, hammering the hell out of the Milwaukee Bucks. I, I don't know. I think I, uh, know. I really don't know either. This is going back into Milwaukee. Um, so... Because even without Giannis, I think
1: you're going to see a more... Because that Hawks team, was they were popping the ball. They were moving the ball so damn quick. And the Bucs kind of got caught off guard in game four there. Mm-hmm. I think you see a much different scene from the Bucks with or without Giannis. And I think it's going to be without Giannis. But that doesn't mean I like the Bucs necessarily. Like I said, I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. I don't know how good Trey Young is going to look. So I, I'm personally staying away from this because I don't like backing either side with this many question marks.
0: Yeah, I, i can i can get, definitely get down with that i feel like this might be one of those setup lines once again yeah uh, i mean if Milwaukee it is a play, should, it's based
1: off you know line movement and 20 yeah, 20% yeah and that's, that's what it, it's gonna be that's what it's
0: gonna be it's gonna be a pure handicapping play because right now you can who the hell knows right. with either side so uh, if you needed even more of a reminder to follow us on the action network app uh we'll have uh probably some basketball plays out i'm gonna dive into some props uh might have some other stuff come out as well uh any breaking news you got going on over there partner uh
1: it looks like there was a trade but nobody that i know who it is tim Lo Castro has been traded to the yankees no idea who that is
0: okie dokie artichoke sounds good heard it here first tim locastro traded those. to the yankees <laughs> breaking 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 uh outside of that that's all for NBA. Nothing else crazy going on, on the hardwood, but, uh, sure. There will be probably some rumors here coming soon because we'll have a little bit of a break before the final start. And that's generally when free agency, Oh my gosh, there's nothing to talk about. We'll see some Woj bombs. So it's
1: going to be some, uh, trade rumor bombs. No, yeah, push.
0: definitely excited to see some Woj bombs. Cause it's been a little bit too long. Speaking of a guy that's been in that you tweeted it yesterday, Ben Simmons house. How about that? Show? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 17.5 million dollar mansion. Mr. Simmons closed on, um, the day after they got eliminated from the playoffs um our friend michael lombardi said hey Where's the basketball court? The basketball you, court. You, you ain't gonna be practicing on the side. What the hell's going on Seems here, like, man? You At least uh, you know work on your shot, which yeah. is the only thing in your game that's lacking. You know, maybe you maybe. could do that. Who knows? What the hell maybe ever? Some what? Pool basketball? Yeah. But, hey, either way, well, at least uh, <laughs> a, 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 a spherical object in some type of <laughs> spherical object you might call a hoop to put it into. Yeah, anything like that. Perfect, terrific, great. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see where Ben Simmons is next year. And but it does appear that he is doing quite fine for himself, regardless of mm-hmm. what the rumors and the drama and everything mm-hmm. might be all of that being said that does it for the nba hardwood last final pit stop real quick before we uh get this show all wrapped up the nhl <sighs> fuck 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 i don't want to talk about this um my habs Ugh, going down 2-0 now uh, to the tampa bay lightning we all know how it goes in the stanley cups team goes down 2-0 it is not good it is not good at all. They really needed that game last night. I don't even know that going back to Montreal can save them. Yeah, I don't know. Um, some of the some of the thought processes by the coaching staff yesterday really, really got me happy and excited. Um, why on a four-on-three we decide to sit Cole Caulfield um, makes all the sense in the world. How we got three shots on goal on a four-on-three power play. Uh, How we were up 27-8 to shots in the second period, and then that rinky-dink, let me dive and flick my stick out, gets behind Carey Price. I don't know if that's how they're going to be winning. This is uh, all but paper or plastic, a straight wrap for the Montreal Canadiens, and I hate to say that because I have been bandwagoning the hell out of them.
1: To give some optimism, this Lightning team has been a wagon at home. However, to less optimism, there are more home games in Tampa Bay than there's going to be in Montreal. So, yep. <laughs> I think you could hang your hat on some hope that they can get to win Montreal, but I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: I don't know either. It, with with the performances and and some of the coaching decisions last night, like uh, I I don't know. And and how you are up twenty seven to eight in shots and you the way she goes sometimes. <laughs> you know. it's the way she oh, goes. Oh man, that uh that depressed the hell out of me last night, Gilby. I will tell you that. No question about it. But we'll see what happens with the Habs. I think I'm gonna have to stay away from Bettingham for the uh foreseeable future, uh this looks like all but the Lightnings uh finals to run away with here I'll now. See that
1: so when I believe it. Or I'll believe that when I see it.
0: Yeah, I mean I hey, obviously I'm still gonna be cheering for uh my habs, but I don't know, maybe. I'll maybe it when I see it, we'll see. I'll believe we'll see. It when i will see. Maybe I'll maybe I'll feel better by tomorrow once World this loss one gets and off a half of me.
1: Nah, I don't know, <laughs> man.
0: I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But we'll continue to cover the NHL the best that we can. At least I hope we can get at least some type of
1: an entertaining Stanley
0: Cup. I hope, man. Like, cause these playoffs have been absolutely oh, electric. Yeah. And then, we're, what are we gonna have a four-zero easy does it sweep for the oh, finals? God. Like, I don't need. I don't want that. Nobody likes repeats either. No kidding, man. Nobody wants to see the Lightning nah. do it over again. Who? cares man and you know you got pat maroon on that team who will now if they win won the th- last three seasons after being on the caps mm. getting traded to the lightning and then the lightning again like just, just stop let those guys go lose for a while <laughs> they've been winning for too damn long please come on nhl gods whatever you want to do just montreal canadians please please for crying out loud we need some life uh but that does it for the nhl uh pretty much all of the rants and reactions today I've told you about 15 times to follow us on the action network app uh make sure you check the link tree told you that about 15 times already now too you get all of our uh latest stuff um we have actually also partnered up with a company called tally site they uh are basically for content creators and they also um are just a huge community of sports gambling analysis sports betting insights all types of different stuff um, you can become a member of their site uh, get some of the the most up-to-date current and we're talking some of the biggest baddest names in the sports gambling industry um, we were granted the opportunity and our beyond blessed and thankful to uh, be part of their community part of what they're doing the vision the growth that they have planned for the next three six nine months into a year into 10 years or wherever the sports gambling community goes so our content is only going to keep getting bigger and better because of this we're going to be able to start giving you options to directly bet on sports books right with our plays based on pick graphics based on we'll have full staff picks working on a website so we can have some stuff rolled out there as well um the whole infrastructure behind that is kind of all on our shoulders i've been uh grinding on that as hard as i can in addition with everything else so we will get that website out as soon as we possibly can Um, so stay tuned into that but just so you know, the um, the content will only continue to get yeah. better and better and better. Uh, we got some stuff, but you can follow our picks on Tally's site. We are verified analysts analyst on there now, uh, right along with everybody else. So we are we are officially official in the industry, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it, it's amazing. I I, I don't know. Uh, I haven't really stopped to think about it since uh, since we kind of started rocking on this. Would have never imagined um, we would be here. Come July 1st of 2021. And let me tell you it's because of you guys. Uh, thank you so much. So damn much. I can't tell you how much we appreciate you. We do this for you guys. Yeah, we might have some losing days here and there, but 99.9% of the time we're cashing tickets here with the TTL crew. You guys know that. That's why you keep coming around. So Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. As promised, TTL Sports Media is on the path to getting bigger and better for each and every one of you. And uh, we'll continue to give you updates, let you know where we're going, any new uh, partnerships, any new networks we might form. Uh, We still do have a few other shows we are currently working on, obviously just being the two of us, the talent, the executive crew, the social media team. We are all of that. So we're working on all of this all at one time. So we cannot wait to bring you guys new content content, new videos, all that stuff. We have it right around the horizon. So just stay tuned. I promise we are working when you do not see us live. We don't just go live and sit on our thumbs the rest of the day. We got stuff in the works. We are up to something. So please, Continue to subscribe, share, follow, like, comment, tell your friends, tell your brothers, tell your uncles, tell your sisters. We got tickets to cash. They need to come hang out with the TTL crew. We'll see you guys at the pay window. You know the deal. All of that being said, wanted to get all that out so you guys kind of had an idea of where we're at, where we're going, where we were, where we want to be. A little bit of reflection happening here at the uh, TTL pod or within the TTL crew, so What a segue there to my motivation minutes. Uh What do you say? Go ahead. All right, my friend. So speaking of a little bit of reflecting, let's get into today's motivation minutes. Told you at the top of the show, had a little bit of a message on reflecting in your own life and the importance of applying it to your day-to-day life. Now, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple, but I wanted to give you maybe a new perspective, a way to look at it, and some potential things that you can start applying right here and right now. So the first and most important thing that I want you to do is I want you to promise yourself that before the end of this week, you are going to take some time to reflect. You're going to take some time to look where you're at, where you were, and where you want to be. Promise yourself that you will take that time because let me tell you, we can get wrapped up in the daily monotony, the daily rat race, hammer down 150%, stuff flying by us at light speed That and, and our brains can almost be like a grocery store of information and we're just zooming down the aisles, ripping shit off the shelves that we forget sometimes how far we've come or the person we've grown into, or the things we've achieved. We forget to take mental note and mental stock of that. And because of that, we tend to battle a lot more anxiety, a lot more fear, a lot more depression, a lot more worry, because we're so locked into the here and now. And I gotta always know what's going on and who's doing this and who's doing what. And we're so locked into that that we forget where we come from. So the first and most important part is to remember where you were. Who were you 10 years ago, five years ago, last week, yesterday? Get that simple. Where were you? Whatever specific situation, whatever the case might be, whatever it means for you, where were you? Me? I was working a computer software sales job. I was running the entire SoCal territory for my company. And now I run a full-time podcast Monday through Friday in the sports gambling industry and have made some amazing connections, have grown a social presence, and would have never imagined in a million years that I would be right here. And let me tell you something. In the day-to-day, there's a lot of, oh man, how do we get through this? How do we do this? So easy to get lost in the monotony. Oh, these clips take so long to edit. Oh shit, I got to do another graphic. Let me get that out. Whatever the case might be, it's so easy to get stuck in that and forget all the amazing things that have gotten us to here, and how we started this journey. But the second most important part is once you take stock of where you were, how it got you to where you at, you got to remember where you want to be because just as you can get stuck in that daily monotony and forget about how far you've come from, you can forget about that vision and where you want to be going in the direction you want your life to head in. You know, trooper taylor the cornerbacks coach for duke university uh he was on the serendipity podcast with inky johnson uh, a couple days ago and he said something so very powerful and i'm even getting kind of chills thinking about it he said sight is what you see with your eyes open vision is what you see with your eyes closed you got to have that vision because all of the here and now the daily monotony don't mean shit if you ain't got something to put it towards. All of this work, all of this stress, all of this fear, this anxiety, everything you put yourself through on a day-to-day basis, because you're a human being, it's what you got to live through. It's, it's this thing called life. If you have no direction to those daily actions, the daily monotony, if you have no vision of where you want that to go, you ain't going to go nowhere. You're just going to keep spinning your wheels. There will be no improvement or any furthering in your life. You will stay in the same monotonous spot. So I guess that all kind of leads me into this point. If you are in that monotonous spot, if you are spinning the wheels, if you are loaded down with anxiety, worry, fear, drama, you have no clear path as to what the hell you should do next. You don't feel a purpose in your life. Stop, slow down, and take a moment. Remember where you were at, where you are sitting right now, and what it's going to take to get you to where you want to be. If you can focus on those three things and those three things alone, eliminate everything else, take time to reflect and focus on those three things and forget everything else in between and the day-to-day BS that we all have to deal with, you'll start to see some corrections, some changes, some furthering in your life. So just make me a promise. I know I won't know. I know that I'll probably never know. It's only between you and you. So maybe that's even more powerful. Take some time today or just before the end of the week. Hell, I'll even give you the end of the weekend before we start next week. Take some time. Sit down. Quiet space. Just you and your thoughts. And reflect. Where am I now? Where was I at? And where do I want to be? That does it for my Colts Motivation Minutes today.
1: Very good stuff, my man. I am all over it. You mentioned it, but I mean, taking us for example, we are very, very competitive people, and we and we are in a week like we are having that is not very good on our bets. I'm man enough to admit, it, it frustrates me a lot more than I would like it to. I get pretty damn frustrated. We're competitive yes. people. We want to win. But then you think about it, Six months ago, on the day we started this as a newsletter, (laughs) writing a newsletter, what, seven days a week. And now we are doing a live podcast show five days a week, full time. And uh, so I'm able
0: to do this every day. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) And and, uh, like I said, I'm man enough to admit that losing gets me a lot more frustrated than I would like it to. Oh, it pisses me the fuck off. Yes, Uh it does. Yes, it does. And, uh, uh, you know, when you think about it and reflect on it, uh, we're in a much better spot than we have uh, ever been with this.
0: And it's only going to get better. So, yeah absolutely where are
1: you where are you where do you want to be
0: absolutely my friend so there you go there you have it my motivation minutes of the day sorry about changing the screen on you there got you a little bass backwards while you're trying to listen to us got this got the screen go well i i went motivation minutes to rants and motivation (laughs) minutes i was i was flipping their eyes all over the place but now we are in a solid lockdown screen nothing will be changing further ladies and gentlemen that is episode number 71 of the TTL pod. First things first, I want to let you guys know how grateful, how beyond blessed I am to have you guys in our lives, to have you guys supporting us. I I, I, I don't even have words for it. We, we get up and do this every day and, you know, we have a losing day. I expect to see zero views on something and, and we still got views and you guys are still coming around, so... We love you. We thank you so, so much. We are just going to keep grinding and working at this, being the best handicappers we can be, being the best content creators we can be, being the best betting analysts we can be, being the best everything we we can be, the best Colt and the best RMAGs we can be for you guys. uh, We are only going to continue to improve. That is a stone-cold promise. And you know if I say something, you know by now that shit's coming true. So... As always, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers far and wide. From myself and Mags, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday, unless you have other plans. Let's cash some tickets.